Okay, so apparently this meeting is being recorded, so everything you say going forward can and will be used against all three of us, so be careful. Mike Tyson, what's up, my brother? So, and we'll see what happens. Gentlemen, buenos dias. What are going, my you? What it is, what it is. It is what it is. Welcome, 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 welcome. So, let me, let me, um say because we were talking about let's just hit this mike tyson issue up first no pun intended <laughs> last week we talked about mike tyson beating on some poor soul in the seats behind him on a jet blue flight in the united states tyson rained down a couple doorknobs on this guy in the seat behind him he was apparently annoying mike it wouldn't leave him alone and that was all the information we had but a week has passed and there has been a few revelations. Apparently this guy threw a beer at Mike, um, all kinds of shit. I've already um, said my my uh, my opinions on this. We didn't record it. We were talking about this off air, but what do you- Oh, get- we didn't record it. No, I didn't even start recording until we started talking about HelloFresh. That's why I said- Oh, 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 oh. you're talking about today. just before. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm talking about today. Yeah, I'm uh-huh. talking about today. So, what are your thoughts on Mike Tyson's situation? Did he did he do too much, or was he justified in beating this guy down for? He didn't really beat him down, but I mean that's again my opinion. What are your thoughts, Naz? I Mr. think, yeah, yeah, you gave up a government tag, but you know, Mister Uri right. to everybody. I do that. Mess up. It's the coffee. I'm drinking coffee today. <laughs> the brain's ahead of the mouth. Standard. That's right? all good. It's all good. I'm not on the run. Um, Considering it's Mike Tyson, I don't think he done much. Compared to the average person, maybe he did a little bit. But considering how much of a nuisance this guy was, imagine being on a flight for that long and just being annoyed. I get annoyed when these little shits, like little kids, kick the chairs because their feet aren't quite touching the ground. So they're like, ah, ah, kicking you all, all, throughout the whole trip. And I find that irritating. And I'm just like count, doing my mantra um having a, a chat with uh, my maker just trying to keep calm um so for, for to have a bottle thrown at you that's just next level and to be mike tyson you're just on times 10 on anything you, we can we you know any patients we have and then um I, I recently heard like i think the new york post said the guy that threw the bottle was like a convicted felon and he's, he's like he's very chummy with the with the feds so he's just yeah doing, not his first havoc. time having a brush with the law. Yeah. So, um, so you know, add that to the mix. It must have been really annoying for, for um, Tyson. So did the guy deserve it? I'm going to say yes now. But should Tyson have done it? No, he should have, like, remained calm and zenned out a little bit. But, you know, we're asking a lot from this guy. And what, what about the airlines? Shouldn't they have moved someone sooner? Uh, what happened after? Who got moved? It looked like Tyson got moved because that guy was just sat there from. Because we saw another video, right, from a different angle, and the guy was like, "Oh, you got jacked up, man!" And the guy was just chatting shit, bleeding and shit. Mm. Unless he's a crack and meth head, and he was just scabby from the get go. So you know, it could, be, it could be anything. Anything's possible in Money Twenty Two. Doctor Chima, you're awful silent over there. All I see is like shadows of afros. What are your thoughts on this, sir? Talk to us, brother. Yeah, I mean, when I saw the um, 
the second video, I was like, oh shit, this, 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 it didn't look like he was beating him up as bad as that first video that you showed us on, what was it, Friday? Something so like I was like, it, it looked like for the, the second video that I saw, just looked like a couple of slaps, like quick slaps, like annoyed. And uh, yeah, I can, like, like I said on the first day when we discussed it, I said, you can slap him up a few times and then move on my my problem was that first video looked like he was trying to like kill him you know what i mean it was like some game of thrones mm. like like you know have you seen game of thrones like no spoilers but you know what i mean like you know when they got man on on the floor like like breaking their heads open and stuff like that you know what i'm saying that look, it looked like that the first time i saw it, i was like that's just unnecessary but the other one that i saw was just it looked like a couple of slaps, you know what I mean? And I echo what what Mr. Ui said in terms of, uh, like you know, you're in a confined space. The airline aren't doing anything about it. You had the other asshole filming, filming it, goading him on. So you got an expect a reaction, and the reaction that I saw. But like, bear in mind, everything's edited, so who knows what the real the real exactly. deal is? Exactly. Exactly. Everything. Who knows what the real deal is? The, the version that, that I saw might have been edited edited to make it look less severe, right? Uh, you know, or, or the one that I initially saw might have been edited to make it look more severe. You know mm. what I mean? At the end of the day, when you saw him at the end, he didn't look that messed up. He no. had a few like scrapes on his face. It's Mike Tyson. Yeah, Mike. And I, I meant to touch on that last week, but you know, we get into conversation, and my my brain is like a goldfish when I'm doing this. I'm doing too many things at once, so I don't remember what I want to say sometimes. And something I wanted to say last week was we see ten seconds of this video. There's way more than ten seconds worth of shit that builds up to Mike Tyson climbing over his seat to rain down justice on 17C. You know what I'm saying? There's got to be more to it. We don't even know what happened. Like you said, we we don't know um, what happened. That's what I wanted to say last week. And as you, to your point, it could have been edited. Like you said, we don't we never fucking know. And it's funny that you said that because it's somebody, a friend of mine, I won't say who, uh, she reached out to me yesterday. I was at the gym and she's like, I don't know how to do this tech stuff. But there's a fat guy that lives upstairs for me, and he's been walking around at 3 o'clock in the morning on the creakiest part of the house right above my bedroom nonstop. Nonstop. And I know he's doing it on purpose because he keeps walking over the same spot over and over and over again. And I recorded it, but I don't know how to make it so you can actually hear it because I did it on my phone. Can you help me out? Fine. Send me the file, and I'm listening to it. And it's, you know, it's done on our phone, and it's, it's, not, it's not the best quality. But I got software here. So I'm like, all right, let me see what I can do. Let me get my my Dr. Chima on and messing with these sounds. And I put on the real ear goggles and started playing with the with the levels and EQs and all that stuff. And then where there was gaps of where this guy was walking around, I would copy where it was heavy traffic and I overlaid it. So it was almost like there was two, you know, it was it was a lot of noise going on in this area where it was somewhere less noisy. This plays to her favor, right? These were actual footsteps sounds, but I just moved them around in the in the timeline, you know, to make it 
to to make it you know sound a little better so you have to we yeah, you never know if you weren't somewhere i always say you're you have no real understanding sometimes of what's taking place because shit can always be manipulated as in this case as in my case so but mike tyson man if that guy's hitting you he's doing more damage than what we saw in that picture so like you said he probably he wasn't really hitting him like probably wanted to yeah, and like I don't, I don't know if any charges were pressed. Who against it was? Because you know, bottles were thrown and um, punches were thrown too. Like you know, not yet, to my knowledge. I don't yeah. know. I'm seeing any updates on the story, but Tyson's walking the streets. So yeah, whatever, whatever. Mike Tyson, we're sorry. Don't don't yeah. don't don't see me in London and be like I recognize that hat from somewhere but I don't know where and then just have a, a fist fits of rage just come over and think you're in like round three with Busted Douglas and just start swinging because we don't need that because I understand you're only worth ten million and I will not not take an ass whooping from Mike Tyson for anything less than 30 million. So forget it. Cause I know I can't even get that from you. So I won't say nothing to incite you, brother. I love you. Don't fix your shit before you get on the plane next time, bro. Don't let that stuff happen to you again or hire somebody that's big enough to hold you in those types of situations. I mean, Mike's, Mike's a strong guy, but he ain't that big. So just get him somebody big. Um, all right. Speaking of self-defense, let, let me get into these tracks, actually, for this week, and then we'll do the beat battle, because it's not technically a battle. I mean, it kind of is today. Um, but I want to touch on some music. This is a music podcast. We should probably talk about some music. Um, releases, hip-hop releases. We touched on this last week. Let me turn that off. Last week, um, releases that we saw in 1990, what was it, two 2002 and what was it 2012 so we've got this week i've got a special for mr Uwe released on april 19th 1994 this was bumping in your stereos america i'm assuming y'all can hear that shit yeah so this is the part of the podcast that never gets sponsored and they mute all the sound on youtube now so this is the kind of stuff that you can only hear on the audio version of the podcast because we have to take this off on youtube Illmatic 1994 This is what was shaking and baking um, Classic Probably one of my There's a lot of tracks on here that has a lot of my favorite Joints of his On it uh, The world is yours I like That's my shit um trying to think what else on here was just for me that was just fire um obviously halftime and you know all these all did well all these tracks do well 
They do. What, what, yeah, it's hard to pick, man. I mean, one love with Q-tip. That's that's nice shit. Over like time, I've always had favorites at different stages of my life. At one point, it was one love, and and then once you rinse it, you move on to the next one, and you appreciate the next track, and then throughout the whole track list, you know. Um, I think maybe the Genesis, the intro is maybe the the only one that I don't play as much, but that beat still bangs. Mm. So mean. So like, you know, even the worst track is a great track. <laughs> we won't even, we won't even, we won't even ask you anymore about this because we already know you're biased as fuck when it comes to this. Uh, this is your, your top shelf shit, which is, you know, argu it's arguably, you know, top shelf, top three. Mm top shelf shit um anyway uh dr chima anything to say about illmatic uh shall we move on to the next release of this week in illmatic is the greatest hip-hop album of all time i knew it was coming oh. i oh. knew it <laughs> like oh, i man. don't even know like bro there's not there's actually not an album that comes close the way it makes me feel like you know what maybe 36 chambers is special as well like that's but, amazing like, that's another that's one of yeah, the greatest yeah, albums that's... yeah definitely 36 chambers is incredible yeah that's what, what, there, what other that's albums what are like that it that's just makes my blood just, sorry i just saying it just makes my blood move in different forms man like those two out specific albums i'm just trying to think what else does it there's great albums only, out only built on only built for cuban links Mm. Nah, nah. What are you talking about? I'm not talking about as the one of the greatest hip hop albums of all time. Of no. course it is. Nah, bro. Is it a great hip hop album? Yes. But what yes. is and what? Where does that scale go? Is that the one of the 100th greatest hip hop albums? Is it on that list or is it on the yes? It's on one. Yes. Is it on the yes. top 25 hip hop? greatest yes album. top 25 yes top 25. we need to have a talk about this this needs to be an episode this needs to be like a series of episodes maybe, maybe we can do that in you person can't, you can't name 26 al hip-hop albums better than only built for cuban links you we can't have, we that's that's what okay <laughs> i'm gonna have to get a pen and paper out for that's this why shit. i'm I saying do, I, yeah <laughs> I don't want to open my mouth because I tend to do that real, you know, I'm I'm fucking like that. I'm impulsive as fuck. I just say shit, but I'm not, I don't know. You're probably right. I but I'm 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 thinking of songs, right? I'm thinking of, of records. So I'm so I'm not thinking of albums in their totality. So you're probably Yeah, so oh, oh, only built for Cuban links had ice cream on it. Uh, yeah, but uh, fuck that track though, bro. Come on. No, see, oh, that's the commercial. <laughs> what do you mean? You know, that's like, that's like, that's like the second most iconic Wu Tang Clan song uh, after fucking Cream. It goes uh, Cream. Uh, Yo, I never realized that before. It goes Cream, then Ice Cream. Man. Oh shit. Anyway, we moving on. I ain't even having this talk with y'all. This is not gonna be our first fight of 2022. I'm not doing. There's that. no fight. There's no fight. I agree with you. No, you what know. About what about criminology? It was just proud. You took the words out of my mouth. I think criminology is the one, man. Like, it's so, so aggy. Um, Wu Gambinos. Look, this was my I call my brother's son because he shine like one. This what? Was, this that was one's my first. All right, all right, all right. Hold on a minute, goddammit. Hold on a minute. 
this was my first non Wu Tang Wu Tang album. This what? Was, what would you mean? Like this was the well, first. Flags. Say again. Which, um, which which album? Cuban Links. Oh, okay. I thought you meant Wu Tang. No, Cuban Links was probably you know the first solo of the group that I bought. Um, I'm I'm listening to this and all I'm feeling is being in my car because I always had subwoofers. So there's a lot of this is about beats. I mean. Yeah, a lot of the beats are fire, bro. The ice cream beat. I hated this song. No, no, sorry. I didn't like the beat. You didn't, you know, fucking with that beat. It's too repetitive for me, and it just had no substance to it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the rap. No, nah, that's fair. That's fair. That's how you feel. That's how you feel. But I think the beat's incredible. And again, I'm in the car listening to the, this whole album. I didn't listen to music like this in the house. I still really don't. Um, yeah, I, I used to be more of a headphone hip hop head, right? Um, and and that brings you to a different element of music because you're that guy bumping it on the speakers. I'm that guy solely taking in the lyrics in my earphones with no interruption. Um, so I, you almost look at music in a different way when you do it like that. You got to look at your lifestyle and you got to ask these questions, which I feel like we don't. Like, how are you listening to it? Are you with people? Are you by yourself? Um, you know, headphones or loudspeakers. Like, you know, my music might change in a way if it's on loudspeakers and I've got people. If I'm listening to some deep lyrics, well, sometimes I don't even listen to music with certain people because I know they're going to talk between the verses mm. if it's for the first time. So, you know, I just... I have to wait until I'm by myself. Um, and then it becomes like you don't have a moment. So then you're really late to the party and you're listening later because you respect it so much. It's it's stressful. It's like when you watch a series on TV and everyone's like seeing the new episodes and everyone's talking about it on Instagram and you're just trying to hide yourself in a cave with Saddam. Um, I, boy, the, the, yeah. Illmatic, uh, 36 Chambers, um and maybe still make no way no way you don't like still make no way i mean it's not illmatic it's a different it's a different era and i i don't know man i used you'll still make was almost my favorite for a little while and then i went wow. back to make i was like no you'll make it there's something about all make like um and another level but i'm let's think of like other artists then i mean what like what makes your like heart go like like Illmatic does because there's so many great albums but what is it that almost like you become not possessed but you're just like enchanted by this shit and um a lot of the I, early early slum village stuff yeah yeah okay yeah. okay when yeah. it was when it was Dilla Dilla yeah. and T3 I, I jumped fantastic. on a little bit late with slum village you know what. You guys might laugh, but little brother done it for me. Because I was like really into them during my like secondary school, like 14, 15. Yeah. I didn't even get them until 2008. I know nothing about little brother until then. Well, you're not that far behind. Yeah, isn't that around when they're, isn't that around their peak? I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Actually, no, I was at uni, so. So it's maybe a bit after, isn't it? Maybe it was like 2006. 
Yeah, no, I didn't get them until probably, honestly, probably about 2009, I want to say, 08, because I remember getting someone from work hooked me up when I lived in L.A. Young cat yeah, that worked so out. 2005, I think I was like, no, nah, man, that's college days then. Some of, the er- some of the early yeah. um, Mob Deep albums. Ooh, like, my so that's 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 on my list too. See, we we've gone off track. So now we got that as as it was released today, 1995. The infamous. It's on my list. I had track. Oh shit! Oh shit! Today, gentlemen. Today, today. Um, my segue into your points now because we derailed it. <laughs> we completely derailed your points. So good. Mob deep. Yeah. This song, bro. One of my. No doubt, indeed. I'm just gonna let the song play, and then I'm gonna tell you. Bro, yeah, this is the one. This makes the blood. There's a war going on outside. No man is safe from. You could run, but you can't hide forever from these streets that we done took. You walking with your head down, scared to look. You shook, cause ain't no such things as halfway crooks. They never around when the beef cooks. So this was some serious some serious shit back in the day man that's what's up but um what one of my favorite favorite live music memories was i was djing in munich mm. nice. i was djing in munich right my boy brought me out there jay scarlett shut him out man and uh uh, it was like sort of like I was supposed to be rapping, supposed to be DJing, but it ended up DJing for most of the night. And it was just going off all night. Everything I played, the crowd was just loving it. Then it got to like three in the morning, like three in the morning in some random city in Germany, right? And I dropped this song and just the beginning of it, dun, dun, how ominous it, it sounds. Everyone in the club just went fucking wild. And it wasn't just like, you know, you play that kind of hip hop in the UK. It's just like there's there's no girls at that club. It's just all men. You know what I mean? All like awkward white men. They were just like <laughs> there, just hot girls going crazy to fucking mob deep, bro. I was like, what is this? That just stuck in my memory forever, bro. One of my favorite moments, man. That just shows you how like amazingly cohesive music is too. Like no matter where you are who you're around like your stuff can just be in a completely different continent and being enjoyed by people that you would never even have expected to have even heard your shit and we know it and that's how a lot of us come together as friends that's a lot how i connected with you guys mainly is over music and that's what's so great about music for me is stuff like that man because when you can come together over sound that's a different level shit to me yeah man because you're not you're not just connecting through your conversation, it's like you're connecting through all all the feelings and emotions you emotion yeah the music. yeah that's the word man for real it's it's yeah. spiritual really mm. it's spiritual it's well, especially like, when you know that someone values and respects what the same thing right there's other people like yeah, yeah I like it but I'm like no you don't <laughs> no you don't <laughs> you like in the club <laughs> fifty cent. That, that's a big tune though let's not that's a very big tune like this like you could uh, the crazy thing is he's almost like michael jackson of hip-hop because everyone knows him right yeah yeah Every age group say, almost I'd, knows nah, him. I'd, I'd say that i'd say 
Nah. The reach, the reach. We we like, are like you're 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 not giving Michael Jackson enough props there. You're right. Like, you are right. Michael Jackson. Every generation knows him, and everyone loves him. And he, I love him. MJ. Jackson made little little boys and little girls cry, like when he would just be there, like in the front row. You always see people fainting and shit. Yeah, man. Anymore, like, man. ambulances and shit. But what I meant was, um, like you go to like, like where I'm originally from, Bangladesh. People know Fifty Cent. Like now, obviously, it's fully developed, and like internet is like quite dominant now everywhere, right? But like even in the villages, bro, like. Uh, go shorty. Yeah, I'm no, 50 is huge. There's no doubt yeah. about it. No, you're right about that. It was, yeah. But, but he's reinvented this... himself through his um executive producing all these shows. Yeah, he's, he's done well, man. He's done really well. Mm. Yeah, shouts to shout to uh 50 Cent. Um, oh yeah, we was talking about him last week, weren't we? Uh, what's his face? Um, Benzino. Benzino <laughs> wants some smoke with 50. <laughs> I'm an idiot, anyway. Um, yeah, so moving on, what else do we have as a release this week, today? What is today, the 25th? This day, 2000, no, that's a lie, 1994. I don't even know if you guys will even know what the fuck this is. I'll play something more more, more, uh, more commonly known, and you should be able to tell me what it is. You know what this shit is. You from the south, you know what's up. It's to look a lot like wood. Follow my every step. Take notes on how I crap. I thought it was enough for nah. He's trying to trick me, so I went goody mo. This is Outcast, Players Ball, Southern Playalistic Cadillac Music, baby. This was shit. August 26, 1994, this dropped. And I had to pay some. It feels so good, man. It feels so great. Great track. Actually, going back to our albums list, I'd put a Quemini. On. I know this is not this is a different album, but Aquemini, I'd put that on. Aquemini is a special one. Yeah. Greatest, greatest hip hop albums of all time. They're so innovative, man. But even this track, listen to this track. Think of it on the background of what was happening in hip hop at the time and listen to how strong it still sounds. Oh, yeah, you can still jam this right now. Easy. In the car, in the club, at the house. You can play this anywhere. This is what's up. Man, they really tried to hold the South down, didn't they, man? And, and look at how strong it is now, man. This was one of my, this was one of those sad breakups. This was like when a, a great relationship ends and you're upset. This was one of them. Because music. Have they, have, they, have they broken up? They don't play it. Man, they made well, um, Andre said he's done and he's like, he, he gets anxious and for his mental health, he's, he's retired. Until he, yeah. until, until he comes back, until he feels like he can. They haven't made an album together since, well, shit, that was when I moved to L.A. That was 2000. For the double disc joint. Yeah, 
Is that their last album? Yeah. That was the last album. 2003, the Love Below Speaker Box. Speaker Box, yeah. Wow. Yep. That was the first CD I bought when I moved to LA. Have they not been on a track together since? I do not believe so. Wow. They may right. have done like maybe something, you know, like a something, but no, not to my knowledge. They don't. I, I feel like, unless I missed it, they didn't come out and say, yo, the band is officially over. That's kind of what the speaker box Love Below kind of was because they were like, we're not splitting up. We just want to do indie projects. Okay. That, that was that was how that was marketed, at least to the best of my recollection, and fucking twenty years ago. Uh, twenty years ago, bro. Wow. Bruh, twenty years ago. Bruh, we have... ten year over ten years, and that was when I moved to LA. So that was two thousand three. So it'll be twenty years next year. That's crazy. time, bro. Time is just taking the piss. <laughs> oh, bro, it's just like flash. 20 years. I'm a, I'm sat here thinking, yo, speaker box and love below. They're kind of new, new joints still. You know what I mean? Nope. I was, no, that was 20 years ago. 20 years ago, bro. 20 years. Yeah, baby. So, um, Outcast, shout to Outcast, Andre 3000, big boy. Um, one more album released this week. One of my favorites. We talked about this artist last week. Um, and I said one of the most underrated in my opinion this was a capital punishment with some of the most ridiculous bass beats on any album at this time big pun I plan to live a life of glamour like my man Tony Montana Standing pose in front of cameras with my golden silk pajamas on Smoking Havana's drinking Don P Thinking beyond deeper than Gandhi While I'm in a Diamante Counting my jeans I'm out to be a millionaire Dipped in gear Flicking hundred dollar bills in the air Oh yeah Cuban link is into getting Benjamins Cause if it doesn't make dollars Then it doesn't make sense I represent I'm in to be the king of New York Went from living in Tennessee Of course I go to the part that it ain't even fucking big pun You the war like Al Pacino Even De Niro don't have to gamble in my casino, Vino on the rock, slaps the dinners with monsters. I got shit locked from prospect out to the tropics, sitting on top of the world. But this was when, like, Terror Squad, Fat Joe, and all them, man, they were huge, man. Huge stuff. And I've, this was his debut. This is Pun's debut album. Um, I'm putting this in that 25. God damn it. I ain't even thinking about what else is on this album. And I'll put it, I'll put it in there. I can almost guarantee you it's going to be in my top 25. It almost reminds me of like a Ready to Die, the way that it's set out. Like, I'd put Ready to Die on that top 25. Mm, yeah. Too many, too many classic joints on that album. Yeah. Not to be on that top 25. I also you know, wonder, would some of these top 25 or these top hits or albums that had a ton of hits... Would they be as big as they were if there were more outlets available at that time? Outlets, how so? As in like access to music, right? Yeah, because music was was distributed so differently back in the early 90s. Like you put out an album and you didn't do shit for like maybe two years after that, right? Maybe three. I don't know. It depends on the artist. But they go on tour. You know, they do music videos and all this other shit. Summer Jam. So now, you know, they're putting out music, they're dropping it track by track, and they're putting out music in more frequency. And it's all over the place, though, right? 
So I don't know. I just feel like there was 10 rappers and that you always heard of that were popping. So it was like they were always moving their music and not other people's music as frequently. But again, I probably I might be wrong, but I don't think that a lot of these albums would be as big as they were then today. No, of course not, because before to get through to make it quote unquote. It's maybe there's two ways to look at it. You can make it easier now in some respects, but then also if you did make it back then, then the world is in your palm. You may not have made any money, but you're most certainly famous once you reached it. And then that's how, and then because there wasn't many platforms to kind of get music from, uh, you know, yeah, you had your underground and you had some of your charting, but mostly it was a very small limelight in hip hop. So like, those that were in the light they got everyone knew them and then there's only a fair few places you can get music and now it's just like you can put your shit anywhere you want and and, and anyone can have access to it and plus there's um your sport for choice so that's why there's no spotlight as much as there was before so we good have so and bad yes we have so much access to the artists now though too so we don't really hold them as lofty as we used to i don't think like with even with celebrity TV actors and stuff like that, sports people, because they all got social media, so I can talk to I can talk at least respond if not be heard to the biggest to the president of the United States even at one point. That's pretty crazy to have access to people like that. We didn't have that back then, so I think um, that's why we gave them so much love because we didn't know as much about them either. You had to read word up magazine to know what's going on with you know run dmc and shit whereas now you just go through their ig feed and you know everything about them yeah for real you know um i think with with how our minds obviously as time goes by we develop more um we would like to think we would you either either going you're either progressing or, de- or degressing if that's if that's a way to put it um because we used to probably worship and idolize people more back in the day. And now I think we're more grounded into realizing that they're only just humans like us mm. or the reach to do the same thing as them is possible. Um, and, and that's why we don't see it as like how we used to see him. So that's why they don't probably get as much props as much as they, as they would have before. Possibly. Possibly. But you know, Mm. Ooh, uh, RBG. I don't know if they released anything in April, but uh, Dead Prez is RBG is probably in my uh, top. Might even say top fifteen. Fifteen. Wow. Yeah. I haven't even come close to rounding out my top twenty. You're already at fifteen. Oh yeah, I haven't got a number. That I'm just. Uh, I didn't want to say top ten because I got scared, but they might even be in there, man. Only because I used to rinse that album, man. Like, rinse it. I thought Let's Get Free was amazing. And then RBG came out, and it was just a little bit more... more what thumping. year was that? Oh, man. Um, I don't know, man. It must be like 2003 or something. What does RBG stand for? Oh, Revolution But Gangster, Red, Blue and Green. Like, you know, whatever you want to call it. But Revolutionary But Gangster, really. Okay. Dead yeah, Prez are dope, man. I, I don't know why, though. I never really delved deeper into their catalog. Uh, I'm, I fell in love with them, man. Um, 
when did oh 2004 yeah so one year off mm. so let's get free was 2000 four years later um you know joseph as, as you were saying they just chill for a bit they, i'm sure they did mixtapes in between i can't forget the mixtapes people used to be heavy on the mixtapes right before you start getting sued for jack and beats but um so four years after their first album revolution but gangster came out and then information age came out in 2012 and they're trying to say that's it but i know they've done a ton of mixtapes yeah turn off the radio there's like four versions of those yeah they got stuff out they got stuff out but i didn't get into them as much either i'm not as familiar with their work it doesn't mean it's not quality there's tons of shit out there that i don't even know about that was yeah. amazing you know, like yeah they started off on huh they started off on loud records and i think that's more deep too um and i think most of our artists that we like they started off in loud wu-tang i think they kind of started off on, they started off on loud didn't they i have no idea oh. Don't have you guys seen that show, uh, American Saga, Wu Tang? I tried to watch it. Tried, but you didn't like it. It was just a bit too B hip hop BET awards for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it it got better and better. I thought so. People maybe, loved it. People loved yeah. it. I got Hulu just to watch it. Okay, I was just getting ready to ask you where was it so I can go see where it is or why. Uh, they, they've not brought it to the UK yet, have they? No, no, it's on Hulu. Um, and then uh, obviously Chima will obviously be paying all his taxes. So he went and got Hulu. Um, and then I, I, you know. I got a VPN, innit? Yeah, 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 for sure. That's it. But yeah, it's available I did, I did everywhere. it just for that. I did it just for that. Started watching it. And I was like, wow, this is terrible. This is, ter- this is. To me, it's slow. It's slow. It is slow, but once it kicks off, it kicks I off. I watched. I watched up until Rizza's flat got flooded, and then I was like, I can't watch anymore. All right, so you did watch a fair few episodes. Yeah, I watched a lot of it. I watched a lot of oh. it, and uh, I didn't. I didn't like it. At I all. get stuck like that a lot. I just watched Beat Rhymes in Life the other day, and Tribe Called Quest is like my favorite hip hop band. That was dope. Period. Yeah, that's the Rappaport documentary, right? Right. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, so I think I need to rewatch that. I'm, I'm only, I'm blacking out on, on the whole thing. It's like I see glimpses in my head, but I must have been young as fuck. I don't even know why I'm talking to either one of you motherfuckers that ain't never even seen Fear of a Black Hat yet. I, that's, that's <laughs> it. I'm not talking to neither one of you again until you've seen this movie. Period. That's just uh, it. Yeah, I need, I need to see that movie. To be the better. next podcast, we're doing two things. We're talking about. We're, Send well, me we're, a gonna, link. we're gonna do three things. We're gonna talk about this the baby Walmart shooting video that just popped out. All this stuff we're supposed to talk about today. Hold on, is that the old one? Or is he shot someone again? No, no, no. This is the original one. This is this is that one. Now they're trying to say he was kind of the aggressor. So um we're gonna talk about top twenty-five uh hip hop albums, not gonna be every single one, but we're gonna go with more into that. And we're gonna talk about fear of a black hat. So if you listen to hip hop out there and you don't know this movie, hit me up with a link I can, or hit me up with an email or DM or whatever. And I can send you a link to, I think I posted it or found it on YouTube. You did. I, I saw know. a little bit of it. And then I was just, it, I wasn't focused and I switched it off. So you I'm absolutely it have to like pay attention <laughs> to it because it's, 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 it's a complete 
parody, right? It doesn't take itself serious on any level. But what it does is it chronicles hip hop. Like all the stories that we heard in hip hop from NWA getting arrested for, you know, saying fuck the police on stage in Detroit to, you know, Vanilla Ice, Queen Latifah, everything. But it all happens to them as a group. So all the shit that was going on in hip hop, it happens to them from uh, managers getting shot and all kinds of shit like that. But so it's they really... embody all of the stories that we know, basically. Exactly. It's really yeah. fun. It's really funny, but it's not something that you would watch like with somebody that's expecting to see a serious documentary. It's a goofy ass movie, but it's really, really funny. Um, and uh, that's all we got because I know we got to let these guys get back to their life. I don't got nothing else for you guys today. Um, I did want to talk about Elon Musk buying Twitter. I was curious about what you guys thought about that, but um, has uh, it happened? Free speech, to right? He just wanted to. It's supposed to happen today. Um, he's made an offer. They've apparently they're cool with it. People are pissed off about it. Um, Gene was bored with it. No, he's got he's got a new baby. I'm just gonna keep poking at fun at him just because I can. But he's got a new baby. He's getting up. He's allowed to yawn. That's why he's not talking as much as he usually is. I could I probably should have said something about UFOs or something to really get him going. But uh, that's a different podcast. So this uh, Elon Musk situation, right? Yeah. I saw a funny tweet. Ironically. And uh, someone tweeted. Actually, I'm going to read it out to you so I don't fuck it up because it was a good tweet. Oh, he's got it. He's like, I'm going to read. I've been waiting all episode for you to fucking bring this shit up. And he's got. This is the tweet. I actually retweeted it. So I keep it real. If I read out a tweet, it's a tweet that I actually retweeted. So. Because this was a little while ago, wasn't it? So I got to go back a bit. Let me find it. All right, check out this tweet. I was on Tumblr. Wait, wait, wait. Who, who's, who's the tweet from? Fuck knows. It says lesbian mothman. Just some random guy. I don't know. Okay. On the 14th of April. This year. Yeah, this year. Yeah. I was on Tumblr when Yahoo had to sell it for $3 million after buying it for $1.1 billion. We were all a little bit responsible for losing Yahoo a billion dollars. And with that type of collective effort, I believe we here on Twitter can lose Elon Musk even more. <laughs> I don't see it. I don't see how it benefits. Well, I don't know. Anyone, him buying Twitter, apart from it seems like to me like Twitter is just his little space where he bigs himself up on do you know what i mean like well that's where that's where everybody goes to big themselves up but he's got so much money that he just wants to talk without getting blocked that's all it is ah, is that what it is okay yeah and twitter is a big big space now where where you can be uh reg re- but the thing is like Chappelle says twitter is not a real place so no one gives a fuck if he buys it he buys it he can say he's the greatest man on earth and so many people seem to believe it do you know what I mean? And but it I, makes. No, I don't think no it, the purchase is gonna be really the desire has anything to do with him wanting to big himself up. Why he is he buying loosen, Twitter? He wants to loosen the restrictions yeah, that Twitter it, applies. That's yeah. what it really boils down to. Apparently, according to Elon, anyway, calling him Elon like he's my homeboy. But yeah. yeah but why? But why? Why? Yeah, because what it seems like Twitter, Twitter used to be is like us podcasting right now 
people could come together like people could send us emails we can talk we can say fuck you and then we can say sorry mike tyson and not you can get, do that on twitter and not get turned off is the thing you can't cancel me for that how can you be a platform and you know i don't fuck with donald trump so don't at me and then start saying shit but how can you block a see a, a sitting president of the united states I he was maybe, at maybe he was a, i know but it's, Bro, it's they have a responsibility they no, have a responsibility but they don't though they claim they don't because well, they're they not they do that's why they that's why they're doing what they're doing they know they have a responsibility okay there's extreme examples that all you know all arguments i guess but my point is is i should be able to say shit on that platform obviously i'm not going to be as influential or as uh polarizing as donald trump ever would be but I shouldn't are, you, get, are you saying that you should have a right to incite hatred on a platform? Oh, no, what the fuck? When, where did I even come remotely? So, but saying? that's the only thing that they block. Uh, that's not true. That's that's literally the point that I was just getting to. So I've I've had a, friends with accounts that were blocked because they posted things about COVID that have now been proven to be factual. Uh, and even uh, things like on. the New it York... It always goes back to COVID, doesn't it? So, <laughs> some COVID that's the most recent like examples of what we're dealing with. Like literally New the York, only, like I bet a, you, you can't find an example outside of COVID. It doesn't matter, though, because that's when they really started ratcheting the shit up. Regardless of when because, the because of, incident happens, it still happened. And mm -hmm. all the subsequent fallout is a result of that initial incident. And that's what we're seeing now. And it's gotten to a point, obviously... Elon wasn't giving a fuck about Twitter uh, two years ago. So once that shit started happening, somebody with the, the, the richest guy on earth that we know of, I mean, who knows who, who has what, says, all right, this is a problem to me, and I want to exercise my ability to fucking overtake it and fix what I see is wrong, right? So before it wasn't an issue. But if like the new an art, I think it was a, a journalist or the New York Post themselves had posted something about COVID that they thought was factual because that was the information that this news outlet got, their legit news outlet. And then like the CDC or World Health said something else. So they got the, for what they said ended up being false and they got their Twitter account fucking suspended. <laughs> and then they tried to re uh, post a retraction, but they were like, no, that's too bad. We're, we've taken you out because you're violating our community guidelines. That's a problem for free speech. The hate shit, obviously, that's not right. But in America, that's how they function. If, he, if you have the right to assemble, you can be a Ku Klux Klan fucking group. You're allowed to come to the Capitol with your friends in their fucking bedsheets and talk shit as long as you're not inciting anything but you just being there is an incitement in the eyes of most rational minded people but i hear what you're saying but i just it's a slippery slope i think again it just speaks to his ego if he thinks he can if he thinks he's the person that gets to decide what we can talk about and what we can't talk about in in the in the public space it's not even like twitter is a public space but, but that but that's what he's wanting to do to wanting to exactly. not the way that's what he's wanting to not do he's not that's what's happening now somebody is doing that and that's why they didn't want him to buy it 
because he, he was going to undermine all that shit. Because you've because, got... Because he wants to be the one that says, no, say this, say that. You can say that. You can say that. He, want, he wants that. I don't know, by the way. I don't know. I don't know anything about Elon Musk. I'm not an Elon Musk fanboy like, like, like the world seems to be. I don't give a fuck. These motherfuckers. I don't give a fuck about the guy either. I don't know the guy. Exactly. But, um, I gotta give him props for PayPal though. This has made my life a lot easier, especially up to contactless. <laughs> especially what? Especially before contactless came in, like it made payments so much more easier to process. Man, PayPal's a. a bunch of crooks does he own paypal now yeah he invented paypal why are they crooks man they're selling my data what was so special about paypal fuck paypal we could just put your email address in and you made a payment and it's secure allegedly is that is that a big deal i mean i've been on paypal since since yeah but i'm talking about when it came out and how how it kind of changed the game up a little bit Mm. so um i still use it because then I'd have to get my card out and this, that, and the other. That's what it's No, yeah, easy. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. I, I use PayPal all the time, but I don't feel mm. any type of gratitude towards PayPal. Whatsoever. Oh, yeah, I ain't got no uh, Elon Musk homage <laughs> wall or anything like that. Like Helga anyway, and her Hey Arnold shrine. So what, what, what were we saying? Uh, that's a good point, though, talking about PayPal and the import, importance of PayPal. I wanted to think about that. That was a really good thing. But there was something else that I was about to say. That My bad. Uh, I've, I've forgotten it now but no so yeah i don't know guys i'm not sitting here saying i'm an authority right and i'm not saying that i'm just saying that fuck twitter isn't a real 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 space why the fuck does he want to buy it anyway why you've given me you've get you you've, you've brought up something really good that i'm like oh okay so he thinks that he can change the whole public discourse discourse on misinformation no. again no, you're managing the whole situation, bro. Like I promise you, you are. I'm what? It feels like you're micromanaging it. You're making it out like he's, you're 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 breaking the the purchase issue down to a level that I don't think exists. Is all but you you've told me you've just told me this is what what you told me this is why he wants to buy Twitter. No, to make it an open space to have to make it an open space, yeah, because but he it, doesn't want he he's not happy with. I don't think Twitter have done anything. So, so me, as a as a healthcare professional, I don't have the slightest issue with if a if if a clickbait fucking journalist. Like, remember, these aren't real journalists. They're clickbait motherfuckers. There's real are, journalists on Twitter. What are you talking about? What sorry? There's real journalists on Twitter. What are you talking? There about? are real journalists. There are yeah. real journalists. But the people who are getting, I think Twitter has a responsibility to stop clickbait journalism which is built on controversy when it can oh. be potentially harmful when 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 a journalist wants to come out with a, uh, a headline that says ivermectin works for covid or whatever what kind of media isn't clickbait media these days like literally Wait, exactly. month- and that's a and that's a problem regardless a of problem. whether regardless of its validity it's all it's all about the headline that's exactly so 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 twitter has you know what i love twitter does i know you know what i love what it does have you ever tried to retweet a link without clicking on the link on twitter do you know what twitter does hmm. it says would you like to read the article first and i always feel so bad when i'm about to retweet some shit i even read the article i'm like you know what good fucking point let me read this fucking article before i retweet it hmm. so elon so you turn around 
and saying to me, Elon Musk is not happy with the way Twitter is stifling conversation. That, to that, me, that doesn't mean that particular instance has anything to do with what he's thinking is what I'm saying. That's what I mean by you're breaking it down to a level that really it doesn't exist. I'm sure that particular instance or that aspect of it isn't something where he's like, that's bullshit. I don't know where he feels on every every little managerial movement that the company makes, but that sounds like something that he wouldn't think is an issue, at least not. No, 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 no. What no, he's yeah. saying is an issue is the fact that, you know, that, that it's being there's this hard censorship and stuff like that. Exactly. Well, no, exactly. So what what I've just right. Let me just clarify it. Right. Because you asked, what do you guys think about Elon Musk buying Twitter? And I said, I don't know anything about Elon Musk. Why the fuck does he want to buy Twitter? Right. And then you said, both of you said, oh, uh, part of the reason apparently is he's not happy with censorship, essentially. Right. And he wants to open it up. So then I respond and I say, hmm, that seems pretty arrogant of him to think that he, just because he's not happy with what Twitter, Twitter have a difficult job in balancing free speech and like allowing harmful disinformation to spread at scale. So they've got a tough job. And this guy who I don't know, what did he do? He created PayPal, apparently. Mr. Ui just informed me. So he's the, he's the, he, you know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. No, he, hold on a second. Let's, let's not minimize Elon Musk to fucking PayPal. Well, what did he do? What did he do? Tell me what he did. Tell me what he did. He's made rockets. What are you talking about? He made a rocket. He's created a fucking space program that's putting people on Mars. He's launched his own car company of electric cars successfully. Okay. You don't become the richest man on earth from fucking pay yeah see bro bro this That's is where shit we, is this I'm is saying. where we this is where we differ right i am not a fanboy of, that doesn't make me a fanboy by acknowledging his he made a rocket you said he made a rocket he's i'm like a rocket so company what? He made a rocket. well you know what yeah he, he spacex is pretty dope i mean it's in the a sense big that... fucking deal man you don't just make fucking rockets and then the, the government's like yeah you can launch that shit into is our it, atmosphere is there is there not like a whole conversation about how like um building uh, rockets to go into space is probably not the number one priority for humankind right now. That's the exact opposite of his rationale for doing it. He says we can't have our all our eggs in one basket. He's trying to move, give us an option to be somewhere else, which, in I, my opinion, makes total sense. And I see, I, I see why th this kind of thinking uh, is so uh, appealing at, at this moment in time. Do you know what I mean? Does he have a God complex? Maybe. Who knows? I don't well, know. well, there you go. There you go. I, I don't know. And I'm speaking, because... I'm speaking as a guy that knows nothing about him. As but... I've just shown. As I've just shown. You guys have gone, yo, he made a rocket. I'm like, okay, so you guys have gone. What, what about the um, Neuralink stuff? That's the shit that scares me, though. That's he the made, God he, he made That's the God part you mentioned. He made yeah, electric Neuralink's cars. A big, fucking, big fucking deal. Neuralink's probably the biggest deal out of all of that. But yeah. it's not. It's not. Okay, tell me, tell me about Neuralink. Oh, what, what, what is that? We don't even have time for Neuralink, bro. Um, what is it? But it's not something that's making him money because it's not done yet. Neuralink essentially is the singularity. 
So it's something that will be implanted into your brain. This is my understanding of it. It'll be implant, implanted into your brain and it will help mitigate the amount of time spent between communicating with your electronic devices. That's on the surface. So when I'm thinking I need new tires for my car, um, my car just had a health check. They say you need new tires. I'm like, I need to go into my phone or to my laptop, type in you know, the tire I need and see what the results are X, Y, and Z versus my brain just immediately thinking about it and then it's up there on the screen so i don't have to open my laptop i don't have to type all this shit in um so we're saving time with communication to our electronic devices that's what Neuralink is uh and eventually we might be able to communicate with one another through these devices without having to actually like talk to each other so when that works and it's uh, ideal state because it's kind of working now they've already unveiled it and shown that it works that's going to be in my opinion a far greater accomplishment than starting a space program <laughs> and launching rockets into space or making electric cars or paypal glad, glad, glad. I, i'm I, only I'm... talking about the one i could relate to which is paypal <laughs> i'm worried now i'm worried now should be do no, we no, have no. How much time do we have to keep talking about this? Because I know you guys got to go. It's almost seven. I got, I got a dip as well. Maybe just, we can. I just can... googled it. I just wanna. I just wanna say this, we'll right, it, yeah. real quick, right? In my very quickly, poorly thought out opinion. <laughs> <laughs> That's how all my opinions are. So I don't apologize for. But this is how I feel. This is how I feel, right? Him buying Twitter, and this is just based on a quick Google I did right now, right? This is a quick Google I did. The first thing that I brought up, right, where they've got this Marjorie Marjorie Taylor Greene claims Elon Musk will restore her banned Twitter account. Yeah. So the Georgia representative saw her personal account permanently banned on 2nd of January as she repeatedly used the account to share false or easily disprovable claims about COVID-19, including a blatantly false assertion that the COVID-19 vaccine was dangerous and leading to thousands of deaths in the US, okay? This is the first article that I, I read. This is the independent, right? right. So, so, so the COVID, COVID vaccine hasn't caused thousands of- Let's not, no, let's not talk about COVID now, please. Let not me just quite, say, but that's what let you me said. say what I'm worried. Let me say what I'm worried about. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you stop, if you stop, if you let people go on Twitter and run wild, on little stupid, no, let me, let me not be mean. On impressionable people, right? On impressionable people who don't have, who don't have the ability to critically appraise information and you don't control it, which is what it seems like all the PR about this move is about, especially if, they, if, they, if he's using this Georgia politician whose whole leg to stand on is tweeting demonstrably false information. You allow people to, to co-opt Twitter for that. That's dangerous. All I'm saying, because we got to go. I'm getting, I'm getting the last word in and we're letting these boys. Yeah, yeah go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I said, <laughs> I, I feel like I articulated myself in a reason. No, that's manner. fine. I don't even forgot what, what I was going to say now. It doesn't <laughs> um, 20, 25 uh, top hip hop albums to come. Yeah, um, exactly. Mr. Uwe finishes out the show. Hit it, sir. Yeah. Go. Uh, we got so tune in next time where we might talk about Elon Musk or we might not. 
Um, hopefully we don't. And then uh, we got our top 25 best hip hop albums. And then this day in hip hop too to follow as well. Yeah, that's what's up. So we even had beats this week too, but we just got into too much conversation. So oh, yeah, I'll give you this and, um, and we'll, we'll follow up on this next week. Thanks for listening. We'll catch y'all when we do peace.